I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on to who I really am. I am your hostess of Thousands Birch, founder of the Fat Factor. I am here to help women awaken their Fat Factor. The woman who has always known she is different, call for more, not going to live the normal life, is going to do what it takes until it takes to create that, all while elevating her life and biz to fully step into the who she is being called to, fully tapping into the unapologetic femininity. Yes, she has the audacity to prioritize the feminine. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an author. I love the bling bling, thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo for women. We are rewriting the rules and we are doing it being fabulous, of course. The biggest question is, who are you actually at your core? Who are you and what did you come here to do? Many women are hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old selves die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create the vibrational space to step into their new Fabian next level frequency in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new Fabio now? It's going to take some inner determination and strength. Well, let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here. It takes a lot of courage to release the old, to step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here's who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. I live on this sort of frequency and I show up this way, it is critical to do so if you are truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms in order to shift the old, become the real you, and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are Fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you really don't let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, it's because I've lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change. And it must change now. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be. To the new fab you who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her. She backs herself unapologetically. She does it. Why? It is who she is and it is what she was born for. She did not come here for normal. So let me ask you if you've had enough of just playing and you're actually ready to play life the way the, the way you know it's meant to be, make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new year around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new year around the same old thinking and stop trying to create a new year around the same old habits and stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just gotta say yes. Well, you don't gotta. But you do if you want to change, to be who you really are meant to be. Then say yes. Yes to you. Yes to your soul. Yes to being accountable. Yes to radical responsibility. Yes to the up level. 
And as I said earlier, it takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right. Enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. It's time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be new fab you. The age of the invisible woman is over. And today, I am so excited to have my fabulous special guest, Patik Tilati. I'm not saying they right. Patik Tilati, she'll help me. We'll bring her on. Hello, hello. Hello. Good morning in my time. It's evening in your time. And 6 p.m. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I butchered your name. My apologies. It's Petek. Actually, it is Tatli, my surname, but you can say Tatli also. Petek. Got it. Okay. Petek. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy yeah. that you are on the show today. Yeah, me too. I'm so happy to. Thank you for having me, Doris. You are so welcome. Coming in from Istanbul, Turkey. Um, so my new Fab you moment came when I surrendered and I let go of the last remaining bits of worrying about what people thought of me. And I finally asked myself, okay, Doris, who do you want to be in this? Who do you want to be on the other side of being this corporate girl? And I think who do I want to be is the most powerful question you can ask yourself because it led me to start thinking and taking some different actions and it, which has now put me on this fab lane of impact in the world because I asked myself, who do I want to be? So did you have a moment that came for you where you asked yourself a powerful question to step into what we call here your new fab, you next level? Yeah, yeah, I asked this question. So nice question, by the way, that you're asking me this. Yeah, I really, um, I had a pivotal moment. It's still in my mind. I turned 30 and I'm 38 now. And I asked myself to be um, more compassionate towards myself. I really wanted to be more compassionate and feel more complete and feel enough and feel a bit um, less judgmental. Mm. So that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's really powerful because to be less judgmental <laughs> to yourself, right, is like, yeah. oh my gosh, because we are hard <laughs> on ourselves. So true, so true. I was very judgmental to myself, very much, yeah. So how, during that transition or transformation, um, so how did you start being less judgmental? What did you start saying to yourself? What did you start doing or how did you start seeing yourself as enough? Yeah, so I had a specific condition, Doris. Um, it's called vaginismus. You know, it's one of the sexual dysfunctions. And I had this condition. I lived with this condition for almost 15 years. Mm. And to cure this condition is not a complex thing. You know, it's curable, it's treatable. But while living with this condition, you are carrying lots of 
baggage on your shoulders. It's so hard to deal with difficult emotions coming with this condition. So basically, just to give an insight about this condition, it is um, an involuntary contraction around the muscles, sorry, um, involuntary contraction of the muscles around the vagina at any penetration attempt. So any sexual activity or, you know, um, inserting a finger or a tampon is almost impossible or very painful. Mm-hmm. If you have this condition. So I had this condition for almost 15 years and I was judging myself a lot. I was constantly feeling uh, not enough, not complete, not like a woman, you know, right. couldn't have penetrative sex because of this condition. And I was constantly feeling like a failure. So these were the side effects of this condition, you know. Right. Yeah. And so with that being those side effects, I mean, it, you know, it trickles into to really your entire being. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you're starting to question your existence. You know, you constantly feel ashamed of yourself or you're feeling so embarrassed while, um, you know, hanging out with your friends, even when the topic comes to any anything about sex. I was pretending like I had a very healthy sex life. So I right. was pretending someone who was not me, like someone mm. else. And it was very hard though, you know. Um, then I turned 30 and I said, wow, it's huge. <laughs> like, because I was constantly waiting, Doris. And ignoring the condition, not because I, I, I lived with this condition, not because it was very difficult to cure, because uh, because it was very difficult to live with these difficult emotions so that it was very challenging to focus on overcoming the condition because I right. was very busy to get lost in the thoughts and pitying myself, feeling sorry for myself. You know, it was very heavy. And then, so, then I turned 30 and then I said, wow, it's huge. So till what time that I want to wait? Like till I, I turn 30 or 50 or 60, when am I going to take action? Because even reading anything about the condition was very challenging for me. Yeah. And so when you turned 30 and you were like, so when am I going to take action? What happened next? Then I took action. <laughs> no, I was uh, before I was um, I started to do yoga and meditation and it was very helpful for me to be aware of the triggers. You know, there was lots of triggers around me and then I was and it was not happening very quickly, but gradually I was feeling very depressed. Mm. And ending up feeling like a failure. And it was like a cycle, you know. Right. And I needed to be aware of the cycle and to break it down, you know. Uh, But while living with this condition, it becomes your normal to feel Mm. like a failure. When you're not aware of it, you're just... You're just living it, you know, living with it. You don't become aware of the impact of this feeling. But the more I practice meditation, the closer I got to myself. 
okay. and I could name the feelings and I saw the impact. So it was not only not able to having sex, it was more than that. And it was really ruining my life. Mm. Mm. And that's really powerful to say, because, you know, I think if anyone, even if they can't relate to this particular um, situation, it's any situation really can be applicable to because you can get lost in the situation, in the circumstance, and yeah. it does impact other areas that, because you're so focused on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And constantly you're you're feeling like you couldn't, you, you, you know, you, feeling like a failure is a very he heavy feeling, you know, very, very heavy. And then also while living with this condition, you start to lose your hope that you can overcome it because women are suffering from this condition in silence, Doris. Thousands of women are experiencing painful sex. It's not, you know, it can be connected. The cause of having painful sex can be lots of different things. But one of the reason is having vaginismus. And right. thousands of women are living with this condition. And while you are living with it, because it's so embarrassing to talk about, you feel so alone and you don't feel normal. You know, you're questioning like, why me? Because basically you don't have a healthy sex life. Right. But it's not only this, the, again, it's so heavy to, to look like, to pretend like someone else and not accepting yourself as you are. So the more you don't accept yourself, the less you love yourself, you know, right. and it's, it's hard. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. So in this process, and when you start taking action, yoga, the meditation, what other kind of things did you have to start implementing to start loving stuff? Because before, so what I think I'm hearing a lot too is that, um, some of these other ways of being, loving yourself, taking really good care of yourself, starting to see yourself, uh, starting to know you are enough. All of the, the mindset and the mental stuff starts to take, starts to change you. And does that support you in the healing process or uh, of this? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 most important part I would say is to see whatever is happening at the moment in you as it is you know if you're feeling um if you're feeling angry or if you are jealous at the moment and if you feel hatred towards someone's at the very moment just seeing this as it is rather than identifying yourself with this emotion mm -hmm. you know because eventually it's just going to pass away and it's one of your experience so uh, first and foremost, it's really important to see whatever arises at the moment as it is without judging ourselves that we are experiencing this feeling at the very moment. And right. it is so hard, though, you know, because <laughs> we, we, we tend to feel guilty about what we feel <laughs> about our feelings. Right. Right. So it's really hard. That's why 
uh, right now, right now, I'm I'm helping women with this condition, with vaginismus, overcome their condition so that they can have pain-free penetration and feel much more com confident and comfortable. So uh, one of the things that we do is uh, mindfulness. It's, yes. a, it's a form of meditation, but uh, also like seeing it as it is and not reacting towards those uh, thoughts and emotions. And rather than reacting, just seeing as it is and how it is reflecting in the body is a huge shift uh, in a mindset level, you know, because we tend to victimize ourselves and feel like get lost in this victim mindset. And whenever we uh, come back to our body and rather than running away of this difficult emotion, staying with it and just observing how it manifests uh, throughout our body is a huge shift um, in our mindset. And so with that um, huge shift in your mindset, then does your body start, because I'm, you know, feeling like your body is sensing all this mindfulness and this energetic feel that is starting to happen. And so that's part of the process of healing um, who you are as a woman, um, healing yourself is what you can do, who you can be. Does that all come into play too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. It helps a lot. It helps a lot to see yourself however you are at the moment. And, it, you know, it's not happening in a second, of course. We're practicing this over and over again. And also there are other practices like um, helping you to cultivate um, love and compassion towards yourself. So it's a, it's a holistic practice, actually. And when we are living with, with this condition, it's not just only practicing mindfulness, but this is the part of it, but also there, there is a physical aspect of this condition because our muscles are uh, used to uh, contract. So we are physically healing uh, with, kind, with some specific exercises uh, when we are living, when we are healing this condition also. But yeah, mindfulness so is part of, of the healing journey as I see. And while I'm, I'm working with women, it's a huge part of the program that I provide. Yeah, I think that is a powerful work. You know, I um, can only imagine how freeing it is for a woman when when you get that piece healed, because I'm sure it resonates to all areas of a woman's life and everything starts to open up. So what started to open up once you started getting there and Healed. So officially now you are, once you get there, you don't have, you don't live with it anymore. Or is this a constant um, exercises? Do you do them constantly still do them? How does the process still work for the healing? For the healing, uh, vaginismus, you mean? Vaginismus. Yes. So it's um, basically we're working together for eight weeks and um we are working with mindfulness practices to just acknowledge what kind of feelings are arising, what are, what our habits are, how we are reacting to the incidents 
in our daily life because it's so connected though. And mm -hmm. then we're learning to stay with this difficulty and focus on the bodily sensations because in for anything, Doris, our bodies are responding, right? They are, our bodies are responding, reacting without us knowing. Right. So we are just relearning how to how to focus on our bodily sensations because it's happening at the very moment. So right. this is actually our tool to come back to the moment. And, and then we are learning to relax those tightened muscles because most of the time, whenever we, are, we, we feel stressed or we have these kind of unpleasant um, experiences, uh, our body is uh, tightening up right? Or we are holding our breaths, or we're feeling heaviness on our chest, or we are feeling, you know, our hands are sweating. So our bodies are responding in a way. And we're first and foremost becoming aware of these bodily sensations and just uh, focusing on also softening those tightened part, part of the bodies as best we can. So basically what we do here is to change the habit rather than getting lost in this stress or right. anxiety or in this fear or whatever our habit is, we're just learning a new way to respond to anything what we are experiencing difficult at the very moment. And that is such powerful process. It's like, yeah. it's a powerful container to a, a, for a woman to put herself into. Um, and so when you instantly, so how long did it take you to decide to, once you started working on yourself, how long did it take you to decide, oh my gosh, there are other women who need what I figured out? Yeah, it's a beautiful question. Um, thanks for asking this. I basically, I, I'm always like, this condition taught me a lot, Doris. You know, I can say right now, uh, who could cure this condition, uh, who got cured of this condition, that I am grateful that I had this condition because I can relate to the women with, with condition, living with this condition a lot. I can feel what they have been through under my skin. Then, uh, you know, while I was living with this, with vaginismus, I, I started to... Um, get to know myself more and I was so much into psychology and I was into meditation and yoga and then I'm engineer by the way I'm engineer and uh, what I am interested in is so opposite what I was doing and but you know it was a beautiful journey and then one year ago actually I said after trying a lot of things and after working on myself and I just realized, wow, if someone would just come in front of me while I was living with this condition, if any woman who had this condition and overcame it would say in front of me, would come in front of me and say, hey, you know what? I understand you and I can help you. This is mm -hmm. curable. Yeah. Then I would definitely take action, Doris, and I wouldn't lose that many years, you know, 
Right. That was the gap in my condition, in my journey, because I went to the gynecologist. By the way, I, I overcame it um, physically. I went to the clinics. I went to the gynecologist and I overcame physically in three days. But to come to that mindset took years, you know. Right. Um, and I went to my first gynecologic gynecological exam examination when yeah. I was 19 and the second one I was at the second one I was 30 so in these 11 years was huge because my first examination experience was very embarrassing because okay. the doctor didn't know what was happening at the moment and I didn't know that I had vaginismus doris right. and I I, I saw the examination seat where the women are sitting on and opening the legs out. And I didn't even sit on it, you know. I saw it and I started to fold forward and experience this contractions through, throughout my body. Right. I had this contraction. And I didn't know what was happening and I started to cry. And I was, you know, very young, very young woman. Ah, very young. And the, the doctor just looked at me like, oh, what is happening here? You know, what are you doing? That kind of look. Right. And I'm very embarrassed because of crying. So she did. And she said to me like, oh, you know what? You have some psychological issues. You need to solve this first. We cannot undergo. You cannot undergo any examination. And it, it, this was also very embarrassing, and oh. I didn't understand what she was talking about. You know, right? I didn't go to any gynecologist again till I turned thirty. So, if someone, if a woman who had this condition would say to me that she could help me, then I would take action. But there was no one around me, so that's why I wanted to. Uh, feel this gap, you know, like, hey, we can overcome it. And this is very curable, treatable. We don't have to lose years so we can take action right now. And together, like walking on the same path, together we can overcome it. And in eight weeks, they can overcome it. Oh, my gosh. This is like, yeah. you know, we go through the things we go through um, for us to take us take our you know, place in the world, being fully who we are here to be and all our fabulousness and put it out to save somebody else. And I can imagine that your voice now, your your decision to, to be the be the help for people with this issue, on um, this condition, rather condition, um, is life changing. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. It's really not only about having sex, Doris. Right. It's really not only about being able to undergo examinations, you know, having smear tests. These are so important, though. But when I had my first penetrative sex, I cried. Not because, you know, it, these tears were uh, from the happiness. Like, and then, then I said, wow. And I couldn't feel anything, by the way. <laughs> there was no pain at all, but I couldn't feel anything also because of this anxiety most probably. 
And I even asked him if he was in me, you know. <laughs> it can be a bit, I'm also telling this in my workshops, it can be a bit offensive question for a man. But I mean, there was no problem at him. It was very like unbelievable. Wow, I can have pain-free sex? I mean, is this, I mean, is that it? Like that easy? Like I waited for it for almost 15 years, literally, seriously. And these these tears for um, happiness, you know, and relief, this feeling lighter and all these. I, I literally felt lighter at the very moment while having sex, by the way, you know. <laughs> wow, I said, I am a woman now and I am complete now. So it's more more than having sex or undergoing examinations it is yeah feeling like it's the phoenix rising from the ashes yeah so true so, so it i mean it's such an empowered moment and women we must be empowered and yeah. that's it's, you're just describing just empoweredness yeah absolutely and we have this potential in us so the resource is in us you know what we are working with with my clients also with women with vaginismus just just guiding them to their resource to themselves you know to connect with their deeper deeper selves themselves oh my gosh yeah well, we are coming to an end. This was yeah. this was insightful and enlightening, and it just goes to show um, that we as women are forces of nature. And once we get to that place of empoweredness and really, you know, owning, um, you know, your fab factors, it's like an awakened fab factor. Really, it's like you really tap into. The, the whole beingness and the truth of who you are. And that just, it was freeing. It's just like freedom. Um, but thank you yeah. for coming on and sharing that and sharing this beautiful, glorious work that you do in the world. Um, thank you for having me, Doris. It's really so, it means a lot to me. Thank you very much. And stuff. Well, we will have to have you back on the show at another point because um, we would love to have you come back and hear more about more juiciness that what you're doing in the world and how you're working with women, even on the next level. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. So I, I can I also uh, tell them that they can get my cure guide for free? Can I get uh, you sure can. And, and we'll also post that um, <laughs> as well. But let them know. Absolutely. Yeah. OK, so they can reach, they can get my free cure guide from yeswecancure.com slash cure. Okay. And we'll post it on everything as well. Okay. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you very much for having me, Doris. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for joining this episode of the new Fab You Show. Oh, my gosh. This is the unapologetic conversation that... I love to have. So if you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe and um, like the show and come back for more. We will actually, this was a special edition of the new Fabu show today. We'll be back tomorrow at our regular time um, for the regular day show. And until I come back again, remember, 
don't be invisible, be fabulous. I'm the Fabulous Virgin. Bye, everybody.